it, folks. This is the one that you have been waiting for. That wasn't too dramatic, <laughs> oh was it? God. The reason you've been waiting <laughs> is because this this episode of No Laugh Track Podcast with me, the host, Justin Severson, uh, it's the one you've all been waiting for because it has a really cool number. One, five, zero. Episode 150. Shut your mouth. I'm not going to shut my mouth. Not for the next like 45 minutes to an hour. Or okay. at least when you're talking. That was Chad Daniels, my guest this week. Number 150, they call me. Number, <laughs> there it is. You know how many podcasts I've done that are the 150th episode? It's like they call me and they're like, we, obvi- we need a name that people haven't heard of. Because people are going to listen to this one no matter what. Because it's the 150th. Yeah. So we just need somebody to fill the time. And mm-hmm. then boom, they call me. Well, I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Yeah. So I didn't say I need to thank Circle of Heat for letting us play their music there at the beginning, especially because I just ran into Trevor Anderson at the bar. Yeah. Who's in that band? Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you, Trevor. And if you, uh, it, they're playing at the Caboose all the time on Wednesdays. People should check them out. But not uh, this Wednesday. Not this Wednesday. No. Well, no. No. No, because there's something going on here at Acme. Big that's, time, bro. That's the center of the universe. It's yeah, right bro. here. What? We're warming up the stage right now because you're performing tonight. It's the 150th show here at Acme, <laughs> and they've called me in. <laughs> What's new, Chad? You were in Portland last week. I was. I was there for the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Had you done that before? I have not, but holy crap, did I have fun. I need to still send. I don't know who to even thank. There were so many people involved that... I don't want to send a huge, you know, general thank you, but I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Just put Portland on the envelope. Yeah. Dear Portland, <laughs> please read this from a mountaintop. <laughs> had you been to the town before? City? I, nah, no. No. It was all brand new to me. Yeah? Did you have expectations like the TV show Portlandia? Uh, you know what? I haven't seen that. What? I don't, I don't watch a ton of TV. D- well, Start? If, yeah. <laughs> no, I just... Um, you don't have to watch a lot of TV, but Portlandia is one you should... I don't watch a lot of fake TV. How about that? Wow. I watch other things. Sports. Well, like the news. Like the news. And uh, documentaries. Yeah. And whatnot. Did Portlandia live up to the no expectation that you had? It was just so fun. Everyone was so nice. Everyone was so helpful. Um, the crowds were great. I, I actually did have an expectation. I beg your pardon. I thought it was going to be guys with waxed mustaches yeah like just spinning them and looking at you like why are you still talking <laughs> not even close i was so off on that you get on stage and everyone just like loved it. they loved you from right the beginning which yeah was, which was awesome how many shows did you do out there i did three one yeah. thursday one friday one saturday yeah. do uh, i i'm a big fan of name dropping so what are some of the other like big uh, names what do you mean what there? are the big names that were there what would be what was dana gould Oh, who is here this week at he Acme? Sure is. Yeah. When when uh, he takes over the weekend. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to Phoenix. You're going to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Who else? Dana Gould. Uh, get out of here. Yeah, super funny. Always. She she rarely tours. Yeah, it's funny that you said she. Janine Garofalo is who I was trying to say. <laughs> really? uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So uh, she was there. There were just a ton of, you know, Matt Bronger, who started the festival. Yes, love Matt. He was on Mad TV for a while and yep. has great albums, uh, special. Mm-hmm. So many. So many. So many. Kyle Kinane, Beth Stelling, um, Michelle Buteau. There were just a lot of uh, a lot of real up-and-comers that are just about to blow up. Yeah. You know? The up-and-comers. Yep. Um, 
Have you, were you also in Nigeria recently? Never. That's not, uh, that's not real. <laughs> Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm referring to? I don't. Okay. Well... Did the country of Chad attack Nigeria? <laughs> Is there still a country of Chad? We should know that. You should know that. Dude, why would you ever say that? I don't even understand. They're, they are the center of every news talk show's 150th <laughs> episode. I don't know why you didn't know that. We're actually going to the uh, satellite phone in a moment <laughs> to get a <laughs> live report from the street of Ch- streets of Chad. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's nearly midnight in Chad tomorrow, actually, the 150th day of the year. Oh, okay. What if it is? It's not. Could it be? No, we're past that. (laughs) Maybe not. I love how you're doing math right now, and I'm just sitting here looking at you like a monkey. Is he going to get it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Is he going to figure it out? Speaking of that, you just reminded me of something. I'm going to get to this in a second. But I got in a little, uh, I really upset my daughter yesterday helping her with her math homework. Okay. Yeah, she is in third grade, and there was a question about estimation and division okay and i tried you know i don't know how they're being taught now or whatever not it's a horse shit system okay well i'm uh so i just read it and tried to you know use my own deductive uh skills to try to figure out what this was i gave her an answer and she got so frustrated you're not helping you're making it worse yeah and then she went upstairs it's the listen i am not a conspiracy theory guy but the fucking government listen to what obama has done no, i'm kidding <laughs> uh, but, but they really have changed the system so when you and i were going to school it was one way and now they figured out another way that you get the same fucking answer yeah so why not stick with the other way yeah it's not easier uh-uh. it's just different so why teach a bunch of different ways so my, isn't it people our age teaching these kids too it's the craziest thing ever I don't even get, I mean, it's, it's... Why are they being such dicks to us? It's the books they're getting. Yeah. I think that, I think that math, like artificial intelligence, has kind of taken over. Uh-huh. And it's trying to split up families. That's why the divorce rate is so high. <laughs> because it's moms and dads going, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know how to do this this way. And then they stab each other, whatever happens in a divorce. And so... I really do. I think it's uh, the same way. Have you ever have you ever called um, an automated voice system where they say say yes or no, and yep. you say no thanks, and they go didn't get that. Say yes or no. So now you're being polite, and they're taking polite <laughs> off the table. So you can only say no. You can't say no thank you. You have to say no. So now you're walking around town, dropping thank you. Yeah. You're just like, hey, can you do that? No. Instead of no thank you or whatever. Now you're a piece of shit. Now you start arguing with other people. I'm telling you, it's yeah. the robots. It's the fucking robots. They're changing the way we behave. Absolutely. They're yeah. taking politeness off the table. Uh-huh. And then pretty soon people are going to get real crabby about it, start killing each other. Robots take over, doing their own stupid goddamn math. I'm not into it. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. You thought calculators were bad. Mm. This Siri bitch on my iPhone, <laughs> right? she started all of it. Uh-huh. I guarantee it. Bitch. Yeah, you're looking for directions with a, someone in your car. Sorry, I didn't get. Fuck. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did too. But you want me and this person to argue about where we're going, and you can't. It didn't compute until I missed the turn. Go fuck yourself, Siri. I'm so sick. Of, I don't know if robots can fuck themselves, but I love it. By the way, I had a uh, that little uh, disagreement with my daughter ended with a uh, moral victory for dad here. Yeah, what'd you do? Because when she came downstairs about uh, half an hour later, 
It's like, oh, did you finish your homework? Yes, it's done. I said, would you mind if I look and see what you wrote for the answer for that one? She wrote what I told her. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me something like, she's like, I need, I need lunch money for school. And you're like, oh, dad's not smart enough to do the math. <laughs> so you're going to starve, you little asshole. Sorry, I can't help you. No problem. Here's $5. I give her a nickel. <laughs> Daddy doesn't know. He's not helpful. <laughs> All right. Well, I want I want you to clear this up then, because uh, here's a uh, something I found on the internet. As I, um, you know, I have the Chad Daniels um, Google alert set. Yep, I knew that. And this showed up. I knew that from the 100th episode. <laughs> I'm very. I'm on the big ones. Over 15,000 worshippers attended this year's Embrace of New Beginning, organized by the Embrace International Assembly, and it, it was held in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Uh, the, uh, the the yearly program was attended by a host of renowned artists, including veteran Nigerian musician Ebenezer Obe, Sammy Akposo, Topi Alabi. It's Topi. Oh, jeez. You, you know what? I should have checked with you before we started recording. How about Be- Bayo Adasuyi? Yep, that's exactly right. Even with the pause in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just write the dash in there in between. <laughs> And uh, for next time. And uh, anyway, it says the uh, delivering the sermon was Chad Daniels of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. And you urged the youth to immerse themselves immerse themselves in things of Christ and avoid being distracted by worldly p- pleasures. Yeah. Basically, that's not... That's... Would you define worldly pleasures? Well, that's not what I said. Oh. I said, I said, uh, hey, Nigeria, what's up? And everyone started cheering. I go, get the fuck off Instagram, player. <laughs> And then that, and everyone was like, okay. And I was like, all right, we're good. Play up. I guess we're good. You, uh, it also says you implored them to be careful in the way they make use of, see, you're right. The way they make use of technology and civilization. Yeah, I absolutely did that. I did all that stuff. Well, you are helping the world. Yeah. Are you doing that? Are you doing this? You're not doing the speech here. This was just a one-time thing, or I mean, if they ask, I would. I'd feel like um, I feel like they're going to see what happens in Nigeria with the turnaround there. People are going to be off Instagram. People are going to be happier, less depressed, because you're on Instagram, right? You're yeah. thumbing through that shit, and you're like, oh, I don't have any of this stuff. That's why people are so depressed, because they can look at their technology and realize what they're missing. Mm-hmm. But back in like, let's say, the Great Depression, when people weren't depressed, which is weird, <laughs> they lived in tent cities, and they're like, we have each other. Because this is all we know. And they'd hug their family and shit and things would be fine. Not now. Not now. That's why I was like, hey, I need you guys to burn your homes down. Let's tent city this bitch up. (laughs) And people are like, I thought you were a pastor. I'm like, I say bitch. It's what I do. (laughs) New age, motherfucker. Just trying to get your attention, sucker. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you clearing that up, then. The real story is this Chad Daniels guy, uh, sometimes you'll search me on YouTube and then... Like a little, a little uh, a sermon will come up, or it's like Chad Daniels Youth Group or something. And everybody's like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> what's happening? We've heard his comedy, and he does not deserve a youth group. I can tell you that." Oh my god! Would you please print up T-shirts that say Chad Daniels Youth Group? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will. <laughs> I will help you distribute them. <laughs> I'm cracking myself up over here. Um, you were you said right before we started recording that the smell in here, what? Well, it's a very distinct. You walk into Acme and you're like, oh, it's Acme. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, when you started, we I looked forward to this smell. It almost felt like um, 
I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 they say the olfactory sense is the number one for connecting the past or whatever. Uh-huh. So I'd come in every Monday, be excited. You'd walk into Acme, you're like, oh, I'm here. This is so exciting. And now I come back and say, it almost, this sounds so lame, but smells like home a little bit. And yeah. so like last night, I'm, I'm here for the, these two days because I'm trying to put my set in order to get a special ready. Right on. And last night I come out here and for the first 14 minutes just riffed and did new stuff. And so I wasted 14 minutes <laughs> of my set that I was supposed to be working. Yeah. You know? But it was so fun because people just give so much energy and, and they're honest about it. If they don't like something, they're going, no, next. I mean, they won't say that loud, but they'll just sit there until yeah, you're yeah. done talking about whatever stupid thing you've picked. So, yeah, it's great. You walk out here and it just kind of hits you like, oh, I could do whatever and fuck around and see what happens. Nice. Yeah. There's some clubs where they just smell corporate and you're like, nah, I better. <laughs> I better dial it in a little bit. Yeah. Do the old reliable stuff. Well, but then sometimes not. Yeah. Sometimes you'll open with a bit that works or something, or at least me. I can't speak for anyone else. And then they're not into it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Time to empty the notebook. I give them like four seconds. I'm not very patient. <laughs> That's nice. I'm like, oh, not everyone clapped when I was walking up here? Well, <laughs> fuck you. Here we go. I'm a huge bitch on stage. Jeez. It's, it, yeah, it's like, that, it's as if uh, I was one of 12 kids and didn't get any attention growing up. And I'm just like, it's my turn. <laughs> Look at me and say I'm pretty. And then when they don't, I'm like, okay, here we go. The darkest of material. <laughs> Do you really get that feeling where like I'm gonna turn on you now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There was I was just in Vancouver. I don't know what was going on. I opened r- strangely. I can say that. I come out and the MC. We had a t- ton of fun that week. The MC Darcy Michael, a guy that's on a Canadian uh, sitcom that so everybody knows him up there, and he was hosting. He was like nice enough to take the host week, and we hung out. And we were having a great week, and he's like. Uh, Oh, he's uh, his husband is with him in the in the green room. Okay, and so we're playing crib and stuff and having a great time. And then he goes out and he goes, "Hey, just so you guys know, this guy's American. thinks he's the you know king shit of fuck mountain. He's been an asshole to everybody all week. So whatever." And so that's how he introduces me. So I go out on stage, and I go, "Hey, you guys, give it up for Darcy. That fucking queer." And just like start talking about that. And I go, "You know, I'm playing cribbage with him and his husband in the back." And you can just see when they're putting the pegs in the hole, they get to fucking look at each other with that weird look. And I'm having a sidestep hand jobs all fucking week. So I'm saying all this stuff. And I go back to be like, do you see what happens when you fuck, like whatever. Yeah. And I can't find the curtain opening. So finally I just kick my leg through it. I was just thinking like, I'm gonna rip these curtains down. Yeah. And he goes, oh, is that how you open a pussy? That's what he said to me. <laughs> So everyone heard it and started laughing. So I'm like, wouldn't it be horrible if this is how big pussies were? And I'm fake, like, trying to get in. And then finally I take the mic stand and rub where the clit would be. (laughs) Yes. And so that's how I open the show. So people are like, what's next? And then I go into my material and they're like, oh, now he's just standing there. (laughs) So I, like, buried myself. I couldn't follow myself. Way to go. And so for 15 minutes they're like, when's he going to do another weird thing with the curtains? So they wouldn't, they wouldn't give in at all. And so I went back earlier in the week. We had found this uh, 
this book that was the most outrageous, offensive jokes of all time, volume two. Okay. So I went back and just sat on the stool and read from this book, and it was so atrocious, the things I was saying. (laughs) So finally, people are like, we're sorry, go do your act. And I was like, nope, nope, you guys earned this. And so after a while, I hold up the book, I go, are we done with this? And I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> and then I went into my set, and I, even if they didn't think it was funny, they were laughing. Yeah. They were like, we just don't want the book again. So I get beating your kids. <laughs> I guess that's the point of this. I, I understand beating your we got children. To Thank you. <laughs> yes, because it works. Uh, where is that book now? Did you keep it? No, it's still it's still there for someone else to to browbeat <laughs> the crowd with. Do you remember those? Uh, Truly t- tasteless joke books. I, I yeah, I do. I mean, I don't remember them. I've never read them, but I know what you're talking about. What's the difference between old men and old women? I don't know. Wrinkled boobs. Oh yeah, yeah. This one was different. <laughs> the one I was reading out of was different. <laughs> That's it the was, only joke I remember. It was causing grown grown human beings to go <gasps> no. <laughs> it was that bad. It was insane. How many are you going to, did you steal? It was insane. No, no, no. I remember one of them because as I was reading, I wasn't reading the punchlines first. I was reading them. And then at this point, I actually kind of hiccuped and stopped. One of the things was, why do flies have wings so they can beat the blacks to the watermelon? That was a fucking joke in this book. What? Yeah, I know. And so I'm reading it and I go, why do flies have wings so they can beat the, oh, in my my head, it just goes, oh, Jesus Christ, what have you done? (laughs) Yeah, and then so people were hating it. And so was I was, too. I'm right. like, when is this going to stop? But I kept it going. I love that. <clears throat> so I got to tell you a story here. My A uh, couple weeks ago, my dad uh, called me to talk about something. He goes, hey, I was um, I was watching TV last night, Comedy Central. He goes, have you ever heard of Chad Daniels? <laughs> I said, I'm huge with the dads. <laughs> and I said, I have. I said, I have, Dad. Yeah, he's been on the podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Several times, in <laughs> fact. He was on the 50th, the 100th. Obviously, the 150th coming up Yeah, in a few weeks. Um, so I was like, yeah, yep, I know Chad. And uh, I was telling him a, a bit about you. And, and then uh, and then I said, yeah. I, I said, what did you – you obviously liked him, right? He's like, yeah, I thought he was really funny. I said, wow, I wonder what special you were – so it was probably like, what special would you have seen on Comedy Central? The My half hour, it Your actually ha- has a map of Minnesota behind okay. it, so that's probably why he yeah. he asked. Yeah. yeah. had like Paul Bunyan and okay. yeah, I've on seen the that. map. And um, so I said, well, you should go back and listen to the uh, the episodes he was on. I said, keep in mind, I said, I assume if you watched that on Comedy Central, it was probably edited. I said, I should warn you. You know, Chad can get a little crass. And uh, he goes, oh, no, he did on this one. And I went, oh, okay. So if you think that for the Comedy Central. Maybe stay away from the podcast. So he he has gone since. Now, I've got an update. He watched, uh, what was it called? As, as Is. As, as Is. Yeah. He's watched As Is. Taped right here at Acme. As he described it to me. I watched the one that's in several different parts. Oh, yeah, it was broken up for YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I told him, I said, go find some more on YouTube. He's all over there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting one, that special. Because I, I actually went on a huge riff about my kid doing laundry, that show. And it's not great. No. I mean, I, I, I thought it was funny. But I don't even remember doing, saying the lines. So uh, my manager sent this to me. He goes, are you still doing this bit? And I go, oh, I, never, I didn't do it again. It never was. So yeah. 
um, and I was giggling at my own material, which is makes me sound like such a punk, but I don't care. <laughs> I love that stuff. Who cares? <laughs> so you have a new fan. That's great. And my father. That's good. So I had the great idea. So I came to the club then. I was telling Derek about that. And he's like, well, you know, Chad's going to be here in a couple of weeks. I'm like, I'm going to take my parents to the show. They've never even been to Acme. Shit, this is yeah. perfect. So we're so I had it set up. I, I you know me, my fiance, and uh, my parents come to the show tonight. Tell my dad the great news. I'm like, uh, and last night it was going to be a big week. Last night was my mom's retirement party. Oh wow! Yes, congratulations, mom. Absolutely. Although she doesn't listen to this either, <laughs> but in case you do, one of your friends does. Uh, so she, there was a big night last night. Well, they're not coming tonight. Okay. Yeah, they bailed. That's okay. You know why my dad bailed? He's a new Chad Daniels fan, and uh, doesn't have, he's, they're both retired. Both of my parents are retired. They're not coming because my dad has choir practice, <laughs> and he has to sing at church this week. I got to tell you, huge in the church choir community. Oh. Tons, like, as is, <laughs> got locked down so many church choir fans. <laughs> That's why a lot of people don't know this. But people come in on a Tuesday and it's not full and they're like, oh, we, you know, we thought you we were a bigger deal. And I'm like, well, I am, but some people have church choir practice. Yeah. So sorry they couldn't come. Uh-huh. Normally this place is fucking jacked on the weekends. You know, if you did a 1030 show tonight on a Wednesday, that choir, that choir people would be here. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should start doing that. Yeah. Just like a show just for church choir people. <laughs> They all show up on a bus. I can't wait until <clears throat> your dad listens to this podcast. Mm -hmm. Is singing in the church choir, and then after the song, he just makes his way over to the pulpit, and he goes, "Why do flies have wings?" And you just go, "God, no, please stop, Dad. No, you didn't get it." Here's a new one. Yeah. Anybody know from the book? Anybody of from the book of Chad? <laughs> anybody? Anybody know this? Are you so? You're still obviously living in uh, Fergus Falls. Fergus Falls, Minnesota. That's right. I just looked. Do you know the population? I'm sure you know the population of Fergus. I'd say Falls. it's around fifteen thousand. I don't know for sure. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it's thirteen something. Okay. Thirteen so, four sixty seven. Yeah. Does that okay. sound right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um. I, for some reason, I thought it was bigger. That uh, wouldn't even fill up, like, the XL Energy Center. No. That's true. Yeah. Like that's the, pretty small. I mean, that's obviously within city limits, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, neighborhoods outside of city limits. So I'd say it probably, all in all, is probably closer to 15,000, but... Yeah. Just trying to pump up the numbers. <laughs> Thinking about moving to Fergus Falls? <laughs> Didn't want to because it's only 13,000? Well, guess what? Why do flies have wings? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I uh exactly exactly are you uh so you're not gonna stick around and see Dana Gould this weekend where did you say you're going I'm gonna be in Phoenix in Phoenix or actually Scottsdale, Scottsdale. to be specific but I get to see Dana Gould again um doing the Limestone Festival in uh, Bloomington Indiana in June okay and he'll, he's also there nice mm -hmm. you're performing obviously this weekend do you golf I do are you gonna golf then in I don't Arizona? think so I think I'm gonna lay by the pool um, I still need, I'm going to go for long walks. I need to sweat three days of Portland out of me still. <laughs> I haven't done anything. No. I've been sleeping and trying to, I slept so long when I got back from Portland that How my, long? That, my, that I slept so long. Um, my, maybe 18 hours and my bones hurt. 
like I felt I didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. Like it sounds like my spinal fluid got old or something. It was so crazy. I couldn't move. I couldn't bend. It was awful. I'm like, oh, I think I broke my drinkerator. <laughs> I thought whatever that is, whatever that does to your body, I mm -hmm. think I did that. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's still broken. A little. I need to. I need to flush out uh, the rest. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to concentrate on that when I'm in uh, Scottsdale. And um, probably going to stay away from the golf. It seems like a lot of swinging, and my spinal fluid isn't where it needs to be yet. <laughs> Good sweating though on the golf course. If yeah, I, I, would, I would think there yeah. absolutely. Yeah, or you could just caddy for someone. Yeah, awesome. You guys mind if I carry your clubs? <laughs> Working out a thing from Portland. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, man. You don't get it, bro. I did something. Um, do you know how to like uh, stuff around the house when something breaks? Do what do you do? Do you fix it? Or I try. You, or, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know how to program a thermostat? I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the booklet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just did that last night. Made you feel tough, right? Fuck yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was even a, uh, it was a, it was a 20 minute Google search just to find the manual. I was oh. putting in too many numbers when I was searching the model number. Then I finally found it and was like, this bitch is mine. I, you know what I bet happened? I, I got bet. out of bed. I was like, I, the la one of the last things I said to Ashley was, I'm going to do this tomorrow. And then I found it. I'm like, nope, right now. Wow. Right now. I bet you weren't putting in too many numbers. I bet you were hitting the correct amount of numbers, and your computer was adding a number to make you angry <laughs> to yell at Ashley. You think like, so? I can't fucking find it! You're screaming at her. Causes a breakup. I'm telling you, these, fuck, these robots are out to get us. <laughs> that's a fact. You can say no, but that's an absolute fact. Oh, I just hit the mic there. I didn't screw that up there, did I, Engineer Eric? No. Okay, we're good. Good. I uh, have you. Did you watch the hottest video online today, Chad? I don't know. Uh, mm -mm. No. Well, you weren't watching TV. I wasn't online either. Okay. Well, did you have you heard about the guy that got? Uh, I just want your opinion on this. Okay. A guy in Thailand. So you know it's going to be normal. Yeah, sounds normal already. Mm -hmm. He was uh, he was found with Porsche. Do you prefer Porsche or Porsche? I prefer neither. <laughs> I prefer neither. <laughs> That's like an Isaac Witte bit. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> no. He goes, uh, and again, Isaac Witte, comic from Minneapolis, so funny, yeah. like one of the funniest guys ever to come out of this town. Uh huh. And he goes, uh, he walks into a, a Greek restaurant and he goes, is it, um, is it Euro or Yairo? And the guy goes, neither. And he goes, don't you mean neither? Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I've heard that, though. It's very just... funny. He's a, such a funny dude. <laughs> yeah, I got to know a mini, not even a dis. Well, he was uh, praising the twins the other day on Facebook of how great they are. Because I've, I've, a huge twins I've fan. found a bigger twins fan than me. Yeah. Which is huge Isaac Witte. Yeah. And he was uh, saying about, are they really good? Is this real? And I wrote, what's good? And he, he replied, what do you mean, what's good? They've won seven out of their last nine. I go, all right, you're right. You're right. They're good. If they could have a two-starting pitcher rotation... Wow, would they be the best? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Now back to this guy in Thailand. Okay. All right. So ping pong ball? No, no, no. No. Porsche. Good, good guess, though. Porsche. Porsche. Okay. Uh, he walked up behind it, dropped his pants. I'd not. I don't like this. Yeah. He started having sex with it, and then he walked to the front, and he started humping that side, too. <laughs> and there's video of it. What do you have sex with on a Porsche? I don't know. Is there a, like, I don't. I mean, I understand the teenage boy, like, just rubbing your dick on things. 
<laughs> I totally get that. That makes sense. I can wrap my mind around that. Uh, but and pe- and he he was on drugs. Did he thought know? he was alone, but he didn't realize a security camera was Jesus recording the entire Christ. thing. <laughs> Here's what I don't like. When the excuse, I thought I was alone. Right. Well, you're ne- number one. You're never alone. Yeah. No, especially not in Thailand, where they catch you doing everything. And then also, stop it. You're. So your your excuse for having sex with a car is I thought I was alone. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not into it. Mm. I blame uh, computers. Oh, I bet you know what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You've got to hope that there's not a jagged license plate on the front of that thing. Oh, I can't even imagine snagging your sack on that thing. Oh my god! You have a te- you still have a teenage boy at home, don't you? Chad? I do. Fifteen, yeah. How's that going? It's going pretty great. Mm-hmm. I have a new, I have a new thing that um, always grosses out the women in the crowd. Where I go, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to go out and uh, everyone's asking me if I'm checking for drugs in his room, and the answer is no, I'm not, because I went in his room once, and that's enough for me. <laughs> have you ever stubbed your toe on a sock? <laughs> and all the women are like, "That's the grossest thing I've ever heard." <laughs> You know, the most of them are uh, moms who that have that coming up in their future, probably. Yeah, I think you're right. They're like, "Oh, please tell me that is not real." <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> How long does that last? Well, I'm 40, and I don't have an answer yet. So, <laughs> the only time you're not gonna find something crusty underneath their bed is if they don't have a bed frame and the bed is actually on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good strategy. <laughs> I will take box spring carpet mold over the other shit that would be under the bed otherwise. <laughs> like a pizza, even a pizza box. Yeah. Even a two-year-old pizza box with some crust left in it. Mm-hmm. Just fine. <laughs> yeah. I agree, man. So what else uh, What what else do you have going on this year, Chad Daniels? Um, nothing much. Just trying to uh, – I'm working. I normally take the summer off because of the kiddos. But uh, I'm going to take two weeks off a month. I'm going to go every other week on oh, the road and back. Okay. But my weeks are Thursday, Friday, Saturday normally, so yeah. it's not that big of a deal. And um, Just trying to get this, uh, this special ready and, and flushed out. Do you have a name for it? I don't. No? No. It'll probably come to me when I'm goofing around while filming it. Yeah. Remember last time you were here, we had... <laughs> you know, We're not going to retell it now, but just a little tease in case they missed your last appearance. That was when we... Uh, you retold the stories of the Acme Asia tour. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Some of the greatest stories ever told. It was a fun trip. Yeah. And they're going to have, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I, here's this tentatively, there's going to be a reunion of the three comics that went, Tom Segura, Pete Lee, and myself, October 7th here at Acme. Uh, for a fundraiser. Oh, and then they they may show some clips of the the trip as well. Oh no, the like documentary yeah. movie uh-huh. thing. No kidding. Yeah, this is news to me. So that would be great. I yeah. mean, I don't know if it's happening for real. Um, you might have to confirm that. But <laughs> maybe I dreamt it. There's a real great chance I dreamt it in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. I think it's true. Do you want to know about, uh, where this, where's the one? This is, I, when I saw this story, I thought of you, Chad Daniels. Be- and it's very timely. Oh, you the- know what? Let me, I want to say something quickly. Yeah. 
The Nigeria pastor Chad Daniels is a real guy. Yeah. There's also a guy named Chad Daniels that is in the military. Okay. And he does tougher, badass stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And his the I don't know how it works, but the soldiers underneath him got him tickets to a show once, and he came out, and we hung out and like took a bunch of pictures. It was really cool because I guess what happens is a lot of times they listen to me on uh, Bob and Tom, which is a um, radio show. It is yes, it is yeah. a radio show that's all over the military channels oh, on okay. the bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they'd hear my name, and then they would kind of tease him about what I was talking about. They'd be like, oh, stubbed your toe on a sock or whatever that, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then they got him a ticket to come to a show. So I thought that was pretty cool. So those are the other two Chad Daniels's I know. There's also one little, a younger one in San Francisco that beat me to every single social media Chad Daniels thing. And what does he do? Nothing? Yeah. He's the worst. He's a little shit that would not give me the name. So there's like numbers or whatever after all my stuff. Yeah, like on Twitter, you're Chad Daniels. 34. 34. Because on, of Kirby Puckett. Sure. One reason, Herschel Walker, another. Yeah, um, I hope it's not because of him. It absolutely is. And then, uh, yeah, Instagram that Chad Daniels I had to do because he was already on there. <laughs> Little asshole. <laughs> it's like he's it's like he's a fucking app designer, and he knows when they're coming out. What a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you offered him money? No. For stuff? God, no. I'm not ever going to do that. Well, people do that. I know, but I'm yeah. not, uh, I don't have money, and also, even if I did, I wouldn't do that. Okay. All right. All right. I'm so rich. Rick, 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 or Richard Overton, he's an Army veteran from World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turned 109 this week. What? Yeah. And this is the key to this thing. Uh, his his keys to long life. He smokes at least twelve uh, cigars a day. I always love when it's something like that. Mm-hmm. When it's just like a big middle finger to everything you've ever heard. I've been smoking cigars since I was eighteen years old. He says. And uh, where was the? Oh, here it is. He says I may drink a little in the. I may drink a little in the evening with some soda water. Uh, because he really likes whiskey. Here's the best quote. He said, "Whiskey's a good medicine. It keeps your muscles tender." That's from a 109 year old Chad Do you know how tender my muscles are right now? (laughs) They're the most tender They're Kobe (laughs) I have Kobe muscles Uh, That's incredible That's great I I always love when it's something like that Yeah, right? Right Because everyone tells you If you drink A couple drinks a day Or don't smoke Or whatever it is And then he's just like (laughs) I'll smoke, drink, and fuck that's it. <laughs> no, he didn't comment on the fucking on here. But you have to assume this this old cool cat. There's no way he's not getting laid. Right. Doing that stuff. He doesn't take medicine, smokes cigars every day, and takes whiskey with his morning coffee. What? Yes. That's terrific. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Somebody, there's a quote. I think it was a Green Bay Packer maybe from a long time, maybe like the the third year that the NFL was in existence, and he said something like, um, when, it's, when it's third and ten, I'll take the whiskey drinkers over the milk drinkers every time, or something like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that quote, too. I can't remember. I mean, maybe it was even a wide receiver, but it was. Uh, that's, I like that quote about whiskey. <laughs> Somebody sent me an article once that was talking about girls that are whiskey drinkers. Uh-huh. Um, I have nothing else to add to that story. Oh, but I remember reading it, thinking I'm getting probably, really turned on. I should hang out with girl whiskey drinkers. <laughs> That's why I think. 
You know what I bet? Uh, did it say a lot of them were from Wisconsin? No, it didn't give like a where they're from. It gave, you know, they can curl up with a book. They can fall in love in one second. Or they can be in love for one second or ten years. I mean, it was like a, just letting you know that they're crazy. They're crazy people. I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember one of the last, uh, one of the times you were on uh, No Laugh Track, we talked about, uh, I brought in a story about they were um, dolls, like love dolls. Do you remember this? I don't know. They were like snuggle friends. Oh, were, yes. Yes. Okay. So if people want to go back and listen to that. Well, here's another thing that they're, uh, I want your opinion on that they're doing now to take the stress off people. Uh, is uh, uh, There's a puppy room. Did you hear about that? No, but God damn it. <laughs> okay, keep going. Sorry. To it's, get there's so a puppy room at a school in, uh, it doesn't matter where it is. It's a, it's a college, and it's a... Uh, they, they let the kids go in and snuggle and pet the, the dogs to relieve stress during finals. <laughs> I mean, can't you just find your own way to do it? I'm looking for a job right now, Chad. You know, I got laid off a couple months ago. Okay. And uh, I can't imagine going... <laughs> Justin, how's the job search? Well, I uh, have my application in for this place. We, uh, we, we invite... We invite college students in to uh, touch puppies, and I uh, I assign the students rooms with the puppies. I mean, I just can't even. It's just so. It's isn't college about finding out how to deal with stress and all that shit for real life? Yeah. Isn't that part of it? Mm-hmm. So when you're out in the real, no one's gonna give you a puppy in the real world. You have to go. Whatever you're gonna rescue a dog. Rescue dogs are gross. <laughs> and they bite because they used. Been, they've been beaten. Yeah, it's like I don't want your shit. Come on. Stop it. There's a puppy mill that just made the cutest fucking puppy. <laughs> like, I'm just envisioning everyone listening right now getting so mad and like driving into oncoming traffic. This piece of shit. I hope the car I'm about to hit is him. No, I don't think that. But I do think it's ridiculous that um, college kids can't figure out how to deal with stress by themselves. Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Also, just... Uh, don't go out every single day and play frisbee golf. Fucking study like you're supposed to for a little while. Yeah. That's what it's about. You have to get your work done. And then, ridiculous. <laughs> I dropped out of a community college. What Did you? Doing? Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? That's how I dealt with my stress, though. I was like, I'm out. Thank yeah. you. Uh -huh. I'm leaving. And no more stress. Did you? Uh, did you play hacky sack a lot? Nope. I didn't do any of that college stuff. No. Mm. Oh, I, I played ping pong. Played a lot of ping pong at this school, so I was very, took out a lot of student loans to get very good at ping pong. That skill come in handy now? Sometimes, when people are like, oh, you, you don't look like an athlete. Want to play ping pong? So, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Just destroy him. It's the best. You pull your paddles out from your belt? <laughs> yeah. How are you doing this? <laughs> well, when my tits swing in the right direction, <laughs> I have the hardest forehand in the history of ping pong. How was uh how how was your health, sir? I know you always talk about uh, like you you joke that you're like fat or something, and you know you aren't. Well, I don't. Um, I'm not the healthiest I've been right now. Yeah. But I'm gonna, you know, like I said, I have a I have a plan that I'm putting in place. <laughs> I'm gonna go for some long walks, do some push-ups, try to get my spinal fluid going again. Um, but otherwise, great. Otherwise, great. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel feel like a million bucks. Uh huh. 
<laughs> I think you look great, Chad. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> you know what's really neat is having a white beard. Yeah. So cool. You don't have to carry your ID anymore? Oh, God. Listen to what happened to me in Portland. This dude would not let me into a show I was closing because my driver's license is expired. And in Minnesota, your driver's license, after it's expired, for one, the year after that, becomes a valid state ID. You just can't drive with it. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Maybe someone told me that and they were lying. I think they were lying, but Oh, they go told on. me that the DMV, those assholes. All right, so anyways, he wouldn't let me in. And I'm like, but do you understand that I, I have to be on the stage to do the thing? And he goes, can't let you in, man. Well, thank God I was in Vancouver the week before because I still had my passport in my backpack. So I walked back to the hotel, walked back with my passport. But then I was thinking like, I got on a fucking airplane to come here with my ID. Yeah. That's who told me. The TSA people. The lady told me. She goes, it's a valid, you can use it for one year to, to, as an ID. She did. And I've gotten on an airplane ever since. And I'm like, so you're telling me that a government agency that makes you throw water out because <laughs> it may be laced with explosives let me on an airplane full of jet fuel. Fair enough. And I can't get into the fucking club with 30 folding chairs? <laughs> You think I'm going to blow this place up when I had a chance to use an airplane? Get the fuck out of here. What a dick. And the guy's name was Japan, the doorman, and he was a white guy. What? I swear to God. He, he was wearing leather fingerless gloves with like studs, metal studs on. Yeah. I'm not into it. I'm not into this dude at all. Come on. I go, hey, what's your name? Japan, the door. Because here's what he said. He took my license. And I go, well, just so you know where I live, it's a valid ID for a year. He goes, not in Oregon. I know the rules. This is my life. And I go, okay, cool, man. Can you let the people know that the last comedian on the show can't do it? And he goes, what's your name? And I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't memorize my license? I thought this was your life. You fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life. Shut up with your stupid fingerless gloves. What an asshat. <laughs> And then, so then I got back with my passport and he goes, so, hey, Mr. Daniels, I go, first of all, don't. No. Right. Call me that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I go, whatever's going on in your life that makes you treat people like this and makes you act like this, I just want you to know that I hope it gets better and I'm thinking about you. <laughs> and then I walked up the stairs and I'm sure he was like, what just happened? Did anyone else have a Japan, the doorman, uh, run in? No, I think, well, I think he's just really thorough. Oh, I met some Canadian guys that were down there for the festival. Um, but, you know, they needed passports anyway. Oh, guess, yeah. So. This fucking guy. Pretty weird. Because the night before, it got me into all the places. <laughs> so it was just like, it's not, it's not Oregon, it's not Portland. It's this room only that I cannot get into. What a dick. Like, it, like it's international waters or some shit where we're hiding out. You don't know what's going on in here, all right? You're going to need that ID. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Hmm. I don't remember what got me. I think me. that TSA person lied to you, though. I don't think that's accurate. But why would she let me on the airplane, then? I don't know. But that's I'm a, glad she did. It's a good question. And no one, and this was maybe five weeks ago. Yeah. So I've flown every week twice since then. The Vancouver thing, I had my passport, so that would make Why sense. Why are you not renewing your driver's license? Because I'm busy. That's the real point. I'm busy. Don't you understand that when I get home, I have to sleep for 18 hours? 
They're not going to visit you in your so sleep. So my and take spinal care of fluid can coagulate. Huh? Look it up. Your muscles are what? What was the word we learned? T- ten- tender. Tender. Super tender. You- Kobe. I got Kobe muscles. <laughs> Kobe. What? A, you know. Uh, there's not a bigger dildo on the planet than this fella right here. From now on, when you are when someone asks, "What are you doing Friday night after the show?" you say, "Tenderizing." <laughs> and then they can take that any way they'd like. <laughs> Tenderizing my meat. <laughs> um, actually, Friday after the show, from now on, I'm going to try to get my license renewed because I'm sick of getting yelled at. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. I know I'm a grown up, and it was March second yeah. when it expired. It's been a while because it's May thirteenth. Let's put it this way. If I was working my job over at uh, Target Field selling mm-hmm. beers mm-hmm. and I were to card you and you showed me that ID, I would not be able to sell to you there. Well, that's okay. It would just save me $14 <laughs> for a can of beer. Uh, <laughs> but you look at the expiration date? Uh, if it's uh, you're supposed to, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you running for office? That was the worst answer I've ever heard. Yeah, no, I mean, you're... Uh, what should I then, say or what am I supposed to yeah, say? Yeah, right. Uh, well, normally it's, you know, normally you would have gone in by now and had it renewed and then it would be clipped. Even with your clipped ID, I would not be able to sell to you. Even with papers? Correct. Well, that's horseshit. Well, that's the policy. The policy sucks. Okay. <laughs> so you got on a plane, but you would not be able to buy a beer at Target at a Twins game. That's unbelievable. Think about that. Yeah. There's priorities right there. Well, I get it. National security. Even if you, you know, and they probably put you through a metal detector at uh, Target Field, too. But. What were we talking about that got me talking? About, oh, getting getting older, maybe? I don't remember. I, I do remember thinking I was going to tell you about how awesome it is to have a full white beard. <laughs> I think I said that. Oh, yes. That's what made me. Yeah. Yes. Because girls go, uh, like, girls are always like, Oh, no, gray hair makes a man look so distinguished. And you're like, well, then why? I don't get it. You're not fucking me. So what's the, are you sending me to someone that likes gray hair? (laughs) Why are you telling me this? You're full of shit. Oh, there was an episode of Oprah where she had a guest on and that woman loved uh, men with gray hair. And what's her deal? She lives on TV. (laughs) I just don't, I've never understood that. No. It's like, uh, no, it looks so, you want to get a beer? I can't. I'm I'm going to go out with a brown-haired man. You know, it's been great to meet you, but could you take your hat off to see if I could see if you're bald too? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the real deal breakers here. <laughs> I see you already have the gray. Paul, he's wearing a hat. It's also bald. Okay. Um, yeah. For the record, you're not bald. I'm Jordan. not. I have no. a very full head of hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I wear a hat every day. Yeah, I do too. They told me a long time ago that wearing a hat was going to make me go bald. It doesn't. But people are real uh-uh. dumb. No, it's, it doesn't. It was that fucking TSA lady that told me that. That fucking bitch has been lying to you for life. I know. She's like, y- um, your hat, sir, is going to make you go bald. Also, this is good for one year. <laughs> And then, you know what she said to me? She goes, do you know why flies have wings? And I was like, I've, I don't want to hear about this right now. I'm trying to get on an airplane. The agent, uh, and when you uh, arrive at your destination, she'll have the punchline for you. Oh, God. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. If, if, if customs had it set up when you left she's a, the country. She's a black woman in Phoenix. And she is. Oh, my God. 
would be zero fine. Hey, can I have that? And you hear it and you're like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I did not enjoy that one bit. That's how we end racism right there. Uh-huh. Boom. Someone get Baltimore on the phone. <laughs> the whole city. Yes. Just put Baltimore on the envelope, just like Portland. See? Mm-hmm. See? Is there anything else we should be talking about, Chad, that people need to know about you? I don't think so. I think that obviously people have listened to me on this podcast so many times that they feel like they're part of the family. That's true. I did say last night, I thought it was interesting that um, there are people that came up to me before the show that were like, I've been coming to watch you for 12 years here at Acme. And it's like, I start talking about my kid and then I just, it popped into my head like they have, they've like grown up, my kid has grown up in their mind a little bit. Yeah. Because it started from when he was, my son was born yeah. until, I mean, it's real time. I don't ever go backwards in time to make something funny or I don't try to, but so they've kind of seen it real time yeah. growing up. And I think that's really strange when you think about it. I, I'm, I would guarantee they think about the joke that I always think about. It's the uh, press conference. That's a, that's a big one. Yeah. That, I just, um, here's something people can do if they want. They can search that out on YouTube. The, the cartoon. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. man. I watched it's, it. Uh, Ivan Moe did such a great job. Um, illustrating that yeah so good he made my kids so hideous <laughs> i loved it i loved everything about it i will uh i'll post that if people want to go to like the no laugh track facebook page i'll post it underneath this uh episode. oh cool that'd be great yeah yeah <laughs> that is fantastic i keep my sister's an artist i keep telling her just to do that uh well i have told her that you know not i haven't told her many times but i su- suggested like just do stuff for like draw mm-hmm. animate people's uh you know Short bits. Stand up or whatever. Yeah. Send it to them or draw a picture of a, you know, like a fan art thing. You never know. They might, t- you know, retweet and yeah, all right. of a sudden you got a gig. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ivan and I are going to work together some more on some stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah. Some other bits. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. I love that thing. I I think that's it, Chad. I think, I think we've covered everything. We started at, yeah, it is it. Yeah. There's nothing else to talk about. No. We've exhausted this source. <laughs> I think it's enough for today. It's it, the sun is out. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's we go sh- walk by the river and hold hands. <laughs> let's. Aw. Yeah. I'm there, dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Chad. Continued success, sir. Likewise. And uh, people, uh, I think tonight is of uh, people that are happen to listen to this today that we're recording. It's sold out tonight. It is, but Dana Gould. I don't know if he's he's probably sold out all week. But I would. There call are tickets f- left for Dana Gould, and people need to uh, get those. He is tremendous because before they're gone. And actually, if you want to go back and listen to Dana Gould episodes of No Laugh Track, he's been on twice. So yeah, he and he's really tremendous. So he's he's one of the best. Yeah, along with the guy named Chad Daniels. Oh, one hundred and fifty. They call me. Yeah. Hey, we'll see you in uh, another hundred and fifty. 50. Love it. Actually, 50, because 200 will be used somehow as well. Yep, I'll see you then. Perfect.